Matt Unreal. This is Arthur. That is Isaac. And this is the third part, part three of our special series, What If the Batman Was a Black Man? I want to lay some ground rules of what we're talking about. Um, this is part three, so we have our previous two parts uh, in our feed. I'll get to the names of those in just a moment. Inspired by a tweet from a writer of The Daily Show, uh, we're going to go deep on an intriguing hypothetical to ask what if Bruce Wayne was African-American. Um, now, there are many storylines in the Batman canon. Uh, so when we discuss this, uh, as we've been discussing this, we use the Christopher Nolan uh, trilogy as a basis uh, you know, for this discussion. <laughs> Just know that we're examining the question through the lens of four different pillars. The four parts to this, people. Part one was origins. Part two was emergence, and this being part three is called villains. So, this is mad unreal. What if the Batman was a black man? Part three, let's go. All right, so now that the ground rules have been established, um, and by the way, if you guys have not heard part one, which was Origins, or part two, which was Emergence, you can go back and listen to those, or you can listen to um, you can listen to to them out of order. Or you can just pick the ones you want to listen to. I, I don't think they're interdependent, um, but there is a kind of a narrative um, that we build up going from a linear narrative that we build up going from origins to emergence yeah. to uh, to villains. So you can do it a la carte, but you know I, I would um, encourage you guys to go back and listen to the first two if you haven't heard them yet. Because uh, we really go deep on what, you know, the implications would be um, or the changes would be um, the divergences if, if uh, Batman were a black man, if Bruce Wayne were a black man. So what's up, um, Arthur? We're talking about villains this time. So what's what's the first kind of um, aspect or point of view that we want to look on, look at based on, you know, the uh, the change, the big change that we made to this character? Sure, sure. Um, well, you know, the Nolan films themselves, there's this there's this cause and effect. Mm -hmm. um, that happened where the emergence of the Batman uh, subsequently uh, creates villains uh, to oppose him. In Batman Begins, we had uh, Scarecrow. Mm -hmm. um, in the we Dark had that Knight. great. We had that great scene at the end of Batman Begins with um, on the rooftop where Gordon tells him, um, "What does he say?" He says something about the because I remember throughout that film the idea of the theatrical you know, was a mm -hmm. big a theme in that film, you know, and the mm -hmm. fact that you have to make yourself more than the man and then you have to, um, you know, theatricality and, you know, deception were a big part of uh, the training that Bruce Wayne went through um, in, in, in Asia. Um, big parts of uh, ninja, you know, um, not necessarily samurai, but ninja philosophy or ideology um, and the way that they practice their their arts. So, right. yeah, that became a big thing. And then at the end of that, the end of that movie, you saw Gordon and Wayne, um, Batman on the rooftop. And Gordon makes the point that, you know, a lot of things have changed since you did mm -hmm. what you did or since you've emerged. Um, yeah. One, you know, I got a promotion, but then also you know, now these villains are kind of taking on, you know, what you're doing and, you know, this theatricality is, is, is spreading. And then he says, you know, take this guy and he shows them that mm -hmm. card, you know, the Joker card. And that's the first glimpse mm -hmm. we get of the Joker. So, yeah, that was. And then what you see, you said, OK, in the Dark Knight, it, 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 it escalated, obviously. That's right. Um, in a big way. But even in. Um... Oh, fuck. What's the name of the third film? 
Uh, we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't. But <laughs> the Dark Knight Rises. Bane, yeah, the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. This cause, uh, in effect, was always at play. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it makes me wonder about what that kind of response would have been or would be uh, were Batman black. Mm-hmm. Um, and what, what, cause, cause, you know, clearly there's going to be, uh, a response. And as we talked about, uh, in the previous episode, emergence, um, you know, there was a response, uh, the, you know, the idea of a black man in a mask period. Mm-hmm. So what do we, you know what I mean? Like, what are we going to get now? Are we going to get any, you know, hard right wing, uh, <laughs> retaliation or, you know, overtly racist response, mm-hmm. uh, to his presence? I think it depends upon the, you know, not to sound, not to be funny, but I think it really depends upon the, um, the, the political leanings of your, um, or the, at the very least, the ide, the ideo, ideological, ugh, I can't say the word, idiot, Arthur, speak for me, please. Ideological. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> at the very least, it's those, that type of thinking that, you know, you have to interrogate and think, okay, what are those leanings towards within your villains? And that's going to play a role in their reaction to right. Batman. Um, right. Because if you already have a character, and we're going to get to the Joker later, because later, I think that the Joker is actually much more um, far left, you know, than he is conservative. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. let's say, you know, you have a, 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 a character, say uh, the pink one. I could see maybe the pink one being a little conservative or, or far or right wing. Um, yep. who, could, already yep. has, who already has those type of leanings um, just as a gangster or whatever. You know, you see someone like that. All of a sudden there's a black man in a mask, you know, breaking all the rules, being a vigilante. I can see them almost almost as crazy as it sounds, almost like a white privilege thing. Being like, well, he can do that. You know, I know I can do that. I should be able to do that. You know, so uh-huh, I can see uh-huh. I can see them ramping up their level of the- theatricality um, and joining the Batman in that on that level um rapidly you know maybe even more rapidly than someone like the joker so right i could see that on one end now the other end of the spectrum where you're talking about or the other side of that conversation you're talking about almost like a straight up racist retaliation um mm-hmm. against a black man attacking because you know within the nolan universe and even in the frank miller stuff uh, of the 80s uh batman year one you saw Bruce Wayne as Batman emerge and he who you know we talked about it last in the last uh part of this conversation in, in emergence we talked about how he not only went after it, it wasn't necessarily like he was going after you know cats you know uh mugging somebody in the street he was going after the hierarchy he was going after the highest levels of criminality and corruption in the city mm-hmm. um so I could actually see a more you know drastic response to him um if he's black you know almost like these you know super criminals or super um criminal politicians um maybe you know investing or financially supporting almost um some of these villains to reach that level of theatricality mm-hmm. to go after Where the villain man, is perceived right. as the heroic right right it's almost becoming batman. yeah we find you know someone like the penguin or uh, uh scarecrow or someone of that ilk and we're going to you know support them to go after this 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 black man who's attacking us um i could see a circling of the wagons in that in that regard you mm-hmm. know um so i do think that 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 I, th- I think that that level or that response that gordon you know, alluded to at the end of Batman Begins, I could definitely see that happening um, if Batman was black, but I, I do think it would be escalated. I think it would be another level. You know, 
Last episode, we, we got into, um, well, the last episode of Matter Real, we got into the idea of defunding the Gotham police. Like, what would, you know, what, the, what would that look like? Mm-hmm. And I wonder, in the way that we're talking about it now, if, if the hero was, if the villain was presented as almost a hero, mm-hmm. um, how that would clash with with defund the Gotham police. So like a scenario, let's say this defund the, I feel like we're telling an MCU story where it's like, you know, this episode is directly affected to the previous episode right, and how right. these, and narratives right. are weaving. Right. right. But well, we get that MCU money. I won't be mad at that. So continue. I know that's right. <laughs> so, you know, we, if, if we have a movement to defund the, the Gotham police mm-hmm. in the, in the midst of an emerging Batman mm-hmm. that, an arch villain like the penguin, for example, is positioned as a um, as a heroic um, leader mm. in. Ah, I can't really get it, but it's 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 like this is who we need because these you know radicalized left wingers want to defund right. our, our police force and right. give rise to this chaotic you know, man dressed as a lunatic dressed as a bat. Right. And this lunatic dressed as a bat, this black lunatic dressed as a bat is, you know, mm-hmm. not just he ain't out in the street stopping people from getting mugged. He's actually coming after us, you know, the power brokers of the city right. who like the way right. things are, who want right. to keep the way things, you know, he's coming after us and telling us that our time is up. Um, I could see, yeah, I could absolutely see that. Cause I mean, it's happened in real life. You know, we've seen, you know, corrupt, you know, um, criminals uh, receive backing and support from the state. You know, we've seen that happen mm-hmm. many, many times because they um, at the highest levels of government, you know, we've seen that happen many, many times because they help to maintain the status quo. So could a, you know, whether it's the, 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 the penguin, Mr. Freeze, whoever, um, you know, take your pick out of the rogues gallery. Could it be someone like that who, you know, has their own goals and has their own, you know, agenda? Um, Usually it's portrayed as, you know, say in the Penguins case, it's portrayed as someone who wants to amass wealth and power, um, where it's different for Mr. Freeze and some of the other ones. But let's just take the Penguin, for example, since we've been using him. If it's, you know, presented in his case, okay, yeah, you can get that. But at the same time, we need you to go, you know, we need to we're going to support you and invest in you. Because we've got this dude, this this black man running around here, you know, as a bat on the rooftops. Right. You can't just stay, you know, as some gangster, you know, who, you know, runs, you know, this part of town. We need to take you up another notch. So I could see yeah. that. I could see that happening. And then him, you know, rising to that level of theatricality and uh, for lack of a better term, you know, that supervillain, you know, I can see him becoming a supervillain in that sense and getting the backing to your point, getting the backing and the support of the powers that be. You know, because yeah. now it's not just some dude attacking us. It's the black man attacking us. And there's another anytime, you know, it's you you put the the context of a um, action in the and you place that action in the context of blackness um, in America. Then it is this another um, connotation to it. Uh, we've talked you know, about that even before. in the Nolan films, there was there was this there was this um, attitude Mm-hmm. that the Batman as a vigilante was the enemy of the police. Right. That not only did we have to deal with the, with the criminals that we're dealing with, even though 
many of us are corrupt on the police force in Gotham City. Mm-hmm. Um, we now have to publicly contend with Batman, and that fight against the Batman provides our cover for mm-hmm. the you know the illegal things that we're doing, the payoffs right. that we're taking, and the things that we're allowing to happen. Right. Um, so I don't think the transformation would be that much t- uh, between a white Batman, Bruce Wayne, or you know, or a black Bruce mm-hmm. Wayne. Um, but I do think that when you get to the extreme villain and the best, the best example for the extreme vi- villain is Joker. Mm-hmm. But let that me ask changes you, a little bit. Let me ask you this though, because you just said something I want to ask you about the tra- You said the the you don't see there being a big transformation, whether it's a black Batman or a white Batman. But do you agree though? There is a it's like a turning up of the dial. There's a there's a degree level. In other words, yeah, we saw in Batman Begins Commissioner Loeb, who's black by the way, his response mm-hmm, right. to um you know the first appearance of the Batman that night when he you know uh, attacked Falcone's men and then he left Falcone you know um, for the police to come and get him. His response was, you know, we need to go after this dude. And then Gordon, who was a lieutenant at, the, at that time, was like, well, that dude, you know, just gave us one of the biggest crime bosses in the city. And then Loeb was like, well, nobody takes law into their hand, into their own hands in my town. I don't care who they mm-hmm. are. Remember, he said mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. That response. I don't see that response being different if he's black, but I do see it being turned up. The notch gets the dial goes up because it's like. Now it would be in his mind, if, even if Loeb didn't say it, ain't no black man. I'm saying black man instead of some other word. Right. <laughs> going to take, right, right, going right, to take, right, right. going to take the law into his own hands in well, my town. You know. Well, I think the buy-in would be easier. Mm. You know, I think oh, yeah, it would from be the other cops. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. I think yeah. it would be a way easier sell if it were if Bruce Wayne were black, mm. because black people they're not supposed to do this. We're not supposed to do that. Right. We're not supposed to be, we're not, I think I said this in a previous episode, we're not supposed to think so far out of the box that we will go and get ninja training and <laughs> self right. fun, you know, self-fund bootstrap ourselves into this ominous figure that puts fear in the hearts of criminals and the corrupt alike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I, I do think that that is a huge part of it to you. I think you use the perfect, you know, description it would be a it'd be easier sell you know it'd be a much easier sell to say okay not only is there somebody out there taking the law in their own hands there's some dude there's some black man out there taking the law this is a state of emergency you know we have to we have to do something about that so yeah i do think that so i didn't mean to stop i just feel like that before we get into the joker i feel like that's an important that's that's an important note to make is that yeah the response probably would have been the same but just it would have definitely been the notch that the dial would have been turned up to another another level. Right. So. And then when you get to a figure like the Joker, that's when the cell becomes harder because it's like, okay, but this dude is wild as fuck. Right. The Joker has no agenda. The Joker has no, you know, he's not trying to get power per se. You know, he's not mm-hmm. trying to get money per se. He's not avenging anyone um so so michael kane makes the you know alfred makes the great reference to him in dark knight and says okay this is a man who just wants to watch the world burn you know he basically right. tells bruce wayne that um and you know because bruce is trying to wrap his mind around this dude like okay you know what, is he, right. what does he want what is he after what right. can i, you know, I control got the, 
I got the crime bosses, you know, figured out. I got the corrupt politicians figured out. I got the corrupt, you know, police figured mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? You know, what's this cat want? And so after, um, you know, uh, Alfred's analogy, which in the story he told, which is kind of a turning point of the film, from the audience perspective, you, you the audience perspective, you get the idea, or you kind of finally get the understanding of who really the Joker is and how he forms a you know the the um, the antithesis or the uh, antithetical kind of look at Batman. Um, yeah. They're the yin and the yang, and then you get later on, you get the great scene in the uh, police interrogation room between Joker and Batman. When Joker tells him, yeah, I'm this and I'm that, but you know what? Really? So are you, you know, and he tells him you're, mm-hmm. you're more like me than you are like them. And so the Joker presents himself as an agent of chaos, basically, um, and kind of makes Batman understand that your chaos, even though you have all these rules, really, you're an agent of chaos as well, because you're throwing a monkey wrench in the plans of all these other people. Mm-hmm. That kind of thinking makes me feel that if Batman were black, the Joker would push that argument even further because the Joker is, you know, he's insane and he's, you know, he has no agenda. He's an agent of chaos, but he's not stupid. He's actually very smart. I think he would have done the research and really thought about this and said, okay, not only would he push the, you're an agent of chaos, just like me. I think he would have pushed the argument on Batman or press the argument with Batman and say, listen, this current world needs to burn in order for you and your people, you know, people like you. Yeah black people people of color to actually achieve you know what you're looking for to achieve the freedom that you're looking for it's not going to happen in this world this world needs to burn down Mm -hmm. um there needs to be chaos because right now the way things are the status quo is all fucked up so we're going to throw some chaos in here you need to be doing what i'm doing um and that will help you achieve your ultimate goal i really feel like the joker would have pressed that argument much much harder with batman um were he black What what do you think about that I do agree, um, but you know, looking at the looking at the Nolan trilogy, um, Joker in the Dark Knight, Bane in Dark Knight Rises, um, and not so much Scarecrow, but Ra's Al Ghul, mm-hmm. who was an antagonist in Batman Begins, but he was also the catalyst for Bruce's training. Um, all three of them had a chaos is good argument. Mm. Um, and it, with the with the with the I would think exception of Bane, that Joker and Roz wanted to felt that Gotham was justified in burning for fundamentally the fundamentally the same reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, Joker wanted chaos for the sake of chaos, chaos to right. see how the world would remake itself. Roz was more so on a mission. Like, like this is what the League of Shadows do. This is what we do. Right, right. And this, right now, right. we just pull Gotham's card. So right. here it's we Gotham's are. Gotham's turn, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm saying that because I would think black or white, I would think that a black Bruce Wayne, having already heard this argument, would have taken Joker with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I still believe that while Joker may have been able to more creatively frame his argument, mm-hmm. that Bruce would still view Joker as 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 standing in his way to reform mm-hmm. Gotham. Because see, the whole thing about Bruce Wayne is that he wants to save Gotham. Right. 
He doesn't want to see it destroyed. Yeah, he wants to save it. And I don't. And I don't think. I don't think that um, a Joker with a more compelling, more specific argument would have swayed that view. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I, I pretty much agree with you. I do think, though, just actually to kind of you know prove your point even more. I think that from Bruce Wayne's perspective. He may, you know, because we've t- I've, I've talked about how the Joker would view Batman if Batman mm-hmm. were black. Mm-hmm. If Batman were black, how would he view the Joker? And I feel that he may be looking at the Joker like in one of those ways that, listen, let's be real. We, you, me, every other black, every other black person in America has had this experience where you see something happen on television or you see someone behave in a way um, in mm-hmm. real life. And if that person is European, European American, aka white, you are going to say, "Wow, I can never get away with that shit." You know what I'm saying? You've mm-hmm. had, you've had that right. experience, right? You've done that, you right? Know? Right. <laughs> so I can imagine Bruce Wayne, a black man, looking at the Joker, thinking only a white man can, you know, even think of doing some of the shit and you know attempt to do some of this stuff that this dude is doing. Mm-hmm. He'd have been dead a long time ago if he was black, you know. Yeah. I can see that being the viewpoint of Bruce Wayne and maybe and again to lend a little bit more credence to your argument, that would probably help him resist, you know, the Joker's um pull. Mm-hmm. But I, I I do feel that though, man, there is a element I think of especially it depends upon how long because in the Dark Knight is presented as if Batman had only, you know, been at it for a year or two. You know, he, he'd been around for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But the more he pushed against that, you know, wall of, of uh, Gotham City corruption or whatever you want to call it, I could see him, you know, kind of thinking, scratching his head and be like, okay, I'm having some effect, but this isn't really working the way I want, to, want it to work. You know what I'm saying? People who, people who shouldn't be in power are still in power. Um, stuff is still effed up on, you know, the South side of Gotham, the West side of Gotham, yeah. you know, whatever, yeah. whatever. So at that point in his career, maybe, you know, maybe it depends upon where he's at in his mind, you know, in, that, in, in his mind when he in, encounters the Joker, because the Joker's argument may be, you know, a what you're doing ain't working, you know, and yeah, I know you want to reform Gotham. I know you want to save Gotham, but trust me burn Gotham down, which your boy Raz Al Ghul told you back in the day, that was actually correct. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand why you didn't follow. I mm-hmm. understand why you didn't roll with them. At that right. point, it wasn't the right time. But you are you were actually an agent of chaos, whether you want to believe it or not. Um, so follow my my kind of, you know, path and we can you can we can accomplish this. See, I think. I, OK, so you said it right there. You said we can accomplish this. So mm-hmm. I wonder if. Well, let me even say wonder. I firmly believe that a black Batman would would expect Joker to mm. use him for his own agenda. Mm. And in the film, Good point. the Joker's agenda is is never revealed. But you know, if you play it out, Joker wins. You know, one of the two fairies in in Lake Michigan are destroyed. Like his whole plan works out, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Is Joker just gonna, you know, drive to Cleveland and just and to stay with that city and let you know, Detroit. or is he gonna stay there and effectively rule it, be the boss? Right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, so weighing that, I don't think I don't think uh, uh, a black Batman would think any differently that mm-hmm. Joker is is wants to align with him in order to use him because Batman could achieve Joker's agenda much more efficiently. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He got all the tools. He got explosives. He knows people. He, he got all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but I don't think that any argument that the Joker could make could sway Bruce's purpose mm-hmm. of saving the city. And yeah, I, I like I said, I think I I agree with you. I think one thing though to throw into this because I think it's important to keep reminding ourselves of this. We've kind of made over the course of these three parts of this this series, we've kind of cast you know Bruce Bruce Wayne as a black man. We've cast him in a progressive light. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've we cast him as a more of a progressive thinker. Just by you know, I'm just you know, it's, it's a fair assumption to make because a more conservative black Bruce Wayne is not going to do you know, not going to throw himself into poverty. He's not going to go train in Asia um, for mm, you right. know ten years. He's not going to put on a bat suit. You know, so it's a pretty fair assumption for us to make that Bruce Wayne as a black man would be a very progressive black man. Mm-hmm. But let's also not forget that regardless how progressive he is, he did have a sheltered life growing up. You know, we talked about in previous episodes of him probably having relatives who experienced certain things and, you know, so he wouldn't be completely removed from um, the inflictions that are placed upon black people in this country. Mm -hmm. But being a billionaire, you know, and, and being growing up in Wayne Manor, um, he is, you know, literally and figurative, figuratively sheltered to a certain degree. So mm-hmm. I see the Joker. If you think about that speech, the monologue that the Joker did uh, that Heath Ledger performed in the hospital room with Harvey Dent. Mm-hmm. And he makes the point that, you know, Harvey Dent, you know, tells him something like he says something to him like, you know, your chaos or whatever he says to him. And the Joker defends himself to a little to a degree when he says, you know, listen, you know, a bunch of gang members or whatever get killed. Nobody bats an eye. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I threaten one little mayor. One little mayor gets killed and everybody's in, in a panic. You know, yeah. he makes the point. I mean, it's a it's a it's an excellent point that he makes. You know, I think in that moment, something like that presented to a black Batman is going to make him stop. You know, that's going to mm-hmm. if it hadn't mm-hmm. occurred to him yet, because like I said, we've cast him as pretty progressive. But let's just say. Let's just say for the sake of this particular this this particular segment of the argument, he isn't as progressive um, mm-hmm. as a black man. And especially if he's already undergone some attacks from the police department, attacks from the media, whatever, whatever, that may give him pause. You know, that that argument may make him understand something he previously didn't quite quite uh, grasp. Um, so, I, you know, to close that this part of the conversation, I do agree with you. But I do feel that ultimately I agree with you, but I do feel that the Joker's influence on mm-hmm. Batman would have been greater um, if Batman was a black man. Let's talk about okay. Bane, though, for, for a minute, because I think Bane, you brought up Bane. Now, yeah. Bane in Dark Knight Rises, which was not a great film, in my opinion. Um, and again, you know, we joked about not we don't talk about that. That movie It's like Godfather three. Um, but there were some good moments in, 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 in um, Dark Knight Rises. And one of the things that was interesting to me about that film is that Bane at times almost approached. Um, what's the bro? What, what character did Michael B. Jordan play in a Black Panther? Uh, Killmonger. Killmonger. Bane at some points kind of approached, if not joined, but kind of approached Killmonger ideology because he was basically he got he became a revolutionary for a moment now of course it was for you know his own nefarious you know plans and the, the right. plans of uh, right. uh, uh, uh talia but 
his, you know, the, the speech he gave, I think, in, on the, the steps of City Hall, um, there were certain moments, the kangaroo court, you know, that they had, there was just mm-hmm. moments where it was like, oh, this this some revolutionary type, you know, give the power back to the people shit. This is, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. feeling this. Mm-hmm. So I think that if Bane in that regard, you know, again, that, that the dynamic between him and Batman changes if Batman is a black man, as opposed to what we saw in The Dark Knight Rises. Um, cause Bruce Wayne very much saw him early. You know, he, he was very cut and dried about the way he viewed Bane. Bane is this, Bane is that I got to get rid of Bane. You know, um, I think that, 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 that relationship changes. Yeah. Bane is a little more binary than the Joker. Joker presents himself as a lunatic. Yeah. Joker, Joker really don't lie. Really intellectual. <laughs> he's got this really thought out. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. Bane presents himself as an intellectual, but he's really binary. Mm-hmm. Bruce mm-hmm. can see more easily the black and white of a Bane. Now, I don't know. I don't. I don't, I don't know if he'd get his back broken. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. I, I think. I think a black Bruce Wayne might have brought some people with him to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> he would have called his people. <laughs> He'd have got some people. He got his homies from the barbershop. Something. Right. I mean, maybe he <laughs> wouldn't he have been as pain. arrogant as Bruce was at the beginning of that film. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, Bruce maybe not. Maybe yeah. not. Because, because um, you know, Nolan's Bruce Wayne felt a certain superiority mm, and right. really didn't do the work. Right, even though to Alfred find was out what him, yeah. Bane's agenda was, and I think mm-hmm. if he did some of the work, he may have found some context clues, mm-hmm. right? Um, to see that there was more to Bane drive, there was more driving Bane than just this abject, you know, destruction and mm-hmm. anarchy. Mm-hmm. I do vote uh, Bane most likely to use the term white supremacy amongst all the rogues gallery, all the villains. I, I yeah. vote. Bane is probably one that will bring up white supremacy to Bruce, you know, quicker than anybody else. So shout out to Bane for that. So what's um what did you want to oh so let's talk about um oh so well, you yeah, brought up this, Harvey Dent. You brought up Two Face. Yeah, Two Face, yeah, yeah. Let's get back on Two Face. So at the end of uh Dark Knight, we see Two Face essentially I mean, I guess he died. They never talked about it, but I guess he died at the end of Dark Knight. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the movie, that's what twelve years I don't know how was it 12 years old now maybe a little bit more than that um spoiler alert if you haven't seen Dark Knight not sure why you're listening to the show but we appreciate mm-hmm. you anyway um so yeah so we see Two-Face die at the end of that film and Bruce makes the decision to you know to take on the mantle of you know essentially mm-hmm. the Dark Knight and saying okay I'm going to be the villain you know because we need to protect we need to protect the mm-hmm. image of the White Knight this is Gotham's right. white knight. So right. we need to protect the image of the white knight. And in order to do that, I'm going, I'm willing to take on his crimes. The fact mm-hmm. that he killed cops. I, you know, mm-hmm. I did that, you know, I mm-hmm. tell everybody I did that. Mm-hmm. And then I become the villain. Mm-hmm. I think Black Bruce Wayne, ain't, he ain't going for that. That's what I want to say. I think <laughs> you and I got to be on the same page. <laughs> Black Bruce Wayne ain't, doing that and for many many reasons you know for many Mm -hmm. many reasons and i think that essentially let's tackle the big one first at this point after emergence people know about this even if they haven't seen him they know about this black vigilante out there they know about this 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 thing called batman and the batman is a black man they know about this so we know that on the south side of gotham and the west side of gotham there's a 
um, that mythology, you know, is is something that's probably talked about daily, you know, something that's 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 big. Yeah. So for all of a sudden for this hero, you know, whether you, you know, vigilante, whatever, for this hero to turn into, a, you know, a villain that has huge implications, you know, that in his mind in, in Bruce Wayne's mind, he understands that, you know. How can I now present myself as, you know, or let myself be presented, you know, even though the media, or the police have tried to do it, how can I outrightly, oh, you know, sign off on this presentation of myself yeah. as another, yeah. as a black villain, you know, how could that yeah. happen? You know, I think that because in the Nolan film, in the Dark Knight specifically, um, when we have Harvey Dent and Bruce Wayne slash Batman, um, well, Dent doesn't know that Bruce Wayne is black Batman. But what I'm saying is we have a dialogue between two men who benefit from white privilege. Mm -hmm. And a white Bruce Wayne can take that hit, right? He can, he can weigh his options mm -hmm. to be able to take the hit to say, I'm going to be the villain. I can absorb this mm -hmm. um in order to give light to someone who the people could look at to lead them out of this darkness this dark period that we're in okay mm -hmm. black boots Wayne, number one he's already the villain right. and and i think that the relationship between a batman and a harvey dent which would be very different than his relationship with a commissioner gordon mm-hmm mm -hmm. Uh, where that's more, that could still be more of a partnership, actually. I don't think the Dent-Batman relationship could be a partnership. I really think that Dent would openly have an agenda to use Batman to his benefit, to, to his own gain, to, to Harvey Dent's own gain. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, it, it, it's weird. It's It's almost like Harvey Dent would be this uncorruptible figure to everyone other than to a black Batman. Mm. How do you think Harvey Dent would be, because they didn't go into this into the film, obviously, uncorruptible figure, white knight to Gotham, but to which Gotham? In other words, is he an uncorruptible white knight figure to uh, Southside Gotham? You know what I'm saying? Is he, is he, is that a universal perception of him? Because if not, is he going to use, to, to your point, is he going to use black Batman as a way to ingratiate himself, you know, with the black community. Um, you know, we down to, we, I'm fighting this, this, this war with, you know, your black hero. So I'm with you, you know? And so yeah. his, the white nightness actually expands. And I can see that, that being a possibility because we all know that certain politicians who are viewed, um, in one way by one constituency are not always viewed by that, you know, that way by another constituency. So it's not that the white knight thing, it wouldn't be hard for me to imagine that that didn't play, you know, across the entire city. Um, and, but yeah, he could use Batman, his partnership with Batman as a way to elevate his own, you know, political yeah, career. Yeah. Um, and with, with, with Harvey being the DA, um, answering directly to the mayor, I think it would be whichever the political wind blew, would determine how how um how dent viewed batman how favorable or 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 uh, disdainfully mm -hmm. he would you know um condone or condemn this vigilante activity mm -hmm. 
So you you said though you brought all this up though because you're looking at the the relationship between Batman and Dent, how that plays into Batman's willingness, the Black Batman's willingness to you know take over take over the mantle of villain once Dent yeah. becomes Two Face. It's yeah, I think it's a trust it's a trust issue. Mm-hmm. I think it becomes a trust issue because even even with the Dark Knight, even with the film, there's an immediate distrust between. Um, Dent and Gordon. Right. At best, at best, Gordon definitely has Dent at arm's length. Mm-hmm. And, and Dent I doesn't think, trust Gordon because of all the quote unquote that's right. cops that were in the MCU. That's right. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. So with Black Batman being Gordon's guy, mm-hmm. um, maybe. Dent never deals directly with Batman. Maybe he deals directly with Gordon and Gordon negotiates what these needs are with Batman. It'd be, it's, I don't know, man. That, that might be the most interesting tentpole of this, of this, of this conversation. Mm-hmm. The relationship between Batman and, and uh, yeah. Dent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and how Gordon fits in that. What, mm-hmm. kind of, what kind of interpersonal conflict Gordon is going to be presented with. Mm-hmm. Because of the needs of the DA and the needs of the Batman in order mm-hmm. to do what the city needs done. Well, I think also in, you know, like you said, the interest, this is interesting to me because Bat, Bruce, Bruce Wayne's, you know, willingness at the end of Dark Knight to take on that role of villain is largely, like you said, it's largely built not just on trust, but faith. You know, he has a lot mm-hmm. of faith in you know harvey and you can see it in the speech that he made for him you know um when they did the fundraiser the speech he made for harvey as bruce wayne um when in the i think it's in like the uh underground train uh on the train tracks when harvey is about to kill um one of the joker's henchmen and Bruce tells, or you know, Batman tells him, "Look, you can be the symbol that I can never be." You know, this is right. he basically tells him, "I'm not, I'm not trying to do this forever. I'm just trying to do this, get things on track. Then you right. can take over, and basically, I won't need to do this anymore." He tells that to, to uh, what's her face too, um, uh, his his girl was his his longtime love. Um, he tells her yeah. Rachel, yeah, he tells Rachel that as well, and says, "Listen." If Harvey can do what he, you know, can can accomplish these things we want him to accomplish, then I don't need to be Batman anymore. And you and I can be mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't you know, so uh, everything, the decisions that he makes really kind of, you know, played into that faith that he had in Harvey. So if that dynamic, if that relationship is not the same because Bruce is, 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 is as a black man has seen different things or has different beliefs and doesn't trust Harvey, doesn't have that faith yeah. in Harvey and Harvey yeah. in turn tries to use um, black Bruce Wayne for his, yeah. you know, for his own advantage, then yeah, that also plays into the part of like, not only can I not take on this role as a villain because it just ain't good. It's not a good look, you know what I'm saying? Period. Right. Also, I, you know, I'd never viewed this guy as the white knight that we needed. I never used those terms. You know, I, I've never even heard to, you tell me different. I really have never heard a brother say that, you know, say that so-and-so is a white knight and I believe in mm-hmm. him because he's a white knight, you know, that mm-hmm. doesn't happen. So yeah, I don't think a black Bruce Wayne, a black Batman has that, has that luxury. Mm-hmm. I think a black B- Batman is going to look at that same conversation, have that same conversation um, to say, if Dent acts right, mm-hmm. I can step away. But how do I know that he's going to treat these communities 
the way that they need to be treated, the way that I'm trying to mm-hmm. establish. Mm-hmm. I think what we're kind of hinting at is the inherent um, trust, or I should say more trust or a higher level of trust that mm-hmm. the white community has, especially when you're talking about upper middle class um, or even wealthy um, or yeah, when you're talking about upper class um, white Americans, the inherent level of just more trust that they have in politicians in police in yeah. government in state, you know, they have just a much, much more trust because those, those institutions serve their needs, you know, serve mm-hmm. their, they support mm-hmm. their ascension um, and the status quo, as we've said before. So I think we're kind of hinting at that because as black Bruce Wayne, he's probably, especially if he's progressive as we've described him, you know, in the yeah. way that we've described him, he's not going to have that faith. You know, he's not going to have, even as a billionaire, he's had, he's seen enough and been around enough and witnessed enough um, to know that the people on the South side of Gotham, people on the West side of Gotham, um, even the, the poor white people of Gotham, they can't have that, you know, they're not going to get the benefits, you know, from this mm-hmm. system that, you know, mm-hmm. these institutions. So, yeah, I agree with you. He's not going to have that level of trust and faith. So I don't see him that partnership. Yeah, it probably does not get formed. You know, when they were on that rooftop and it was him, it was Batman, Bruce, uh, Batman, uh, Gordon and um, Harvey Dent. And they basically yeah. formed a partnership. And that's when he's like, OK, I'm gonna go over to Hong Kong, get old boy, mm-hmm. bring him back, you know, and then we're mm-hmm. going to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, that prop that may not happen. You know, that, that, you know, if Bruce Wayne is, is bad, if Batman is black, that may not happen. Cause he may be like telling Gordon, right. we can't trust this dude. You know, this, right. this, this right. cat is not because, this, right. Because in the Nolan film, white Bruce Wayne knew he wasn't going to get thrown in jail when he got back. <laughs> right. And in uh, this, in our universe, Batman comes Wayne. back, comes back with, sure. yo, Batman <laughs> comes back from Hong Kong after achieving that, you know, incredible, uh, kidnapping essentially. Yeah, and brings homeboy back, and then it's like, now here's his cell, and you, yours is right next to him. That's that's yep. essentially what happens, right? It, yeah. So Harvey uses this opportunity basically to um, get what he wants, and also to end the the, the reign of this vigilante. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's an it's, that's it's, it's an interesting dynamic. Yeah, that's an interesting dynamic. But ultimately, though, you know what? I think let's say you know scenario let's say or, or i should say pi- positive hypothetical that um harvey is trustworthy and and bruce does black bruce does trust him mm-hmm. i still don't see you know black batman taking on the role of a villain because like i said at the beginning image wise and just impact wise um he can't allow himself to be to to become what the media is already trying to make him you know or or the police department yeah. is already trying to make him um just because of the impact it would have on the minds and the hearts you know uh to mm-hmm. be to be blunt about it the hearts of um the black and brown communities um within within gotham he, he i think he would know that that's just too much of a um a blow you know to them um so he wouldn't allow himself to, be, to become the he may be the dark That's a good knight. Point. I agree with that. Totally he agree be, with that. He may be the dark knight. Um, if you look at darkness, not as a negative, but mm-hmm. as a positive, as I like to, if he, he may still be the dark knight, um, but he would not have allowed himself, I think, to become the villain. He, <laughs> he'd be like, it, at the, they was, it had been him and Gordon standing over uh, Two-Face's body, just like it was in Dark Knight. 
Mm-hmm. And Gordon be like, what are we going to do? And Batman will be like, you're going to tell him that Harvey did all this shit <laughs> by, by himself. <laughs> right. Period. He threw him over the, <laughs> threw himself over the side. He killed these cops. He did this. He did that. Period. Put it as, you know, tell the truth. That's what happened. So. Cool. All right. Well, we're about done. But I, before we, before we finish it up, though, I, I have a question. Mm-hmm. The Riddler. Right. Could the Riddler in a world like this be a black villain? As opposed to, I mean, because they, they could all, well, we are. Well, like we're the, saying, the, what the if the Batman were yeah, black? Joker what if, what if the black. Riddler were black? What if the Riddler um, were black in a universe where the Batman was black? I would, I mean, okay, because the Riddler, I, you know, to be honest with you, the Riddler is one of the Batman villains. As crazy as it may sound, I'm not as well versed on the on the Riddler as some of the other ones. Yeah. Um, but I think that we've already said Joker never would be black because a black man ain't doing none of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like that. Mm-hmm. that That's what I'm saying. It's like the Riddler is more m- much more of a plausible figure from the standpoint that you know he he's a gangster. Mm-hmm. He's a gangster. I mean, and he's from what I understand, um, his you know he took the roundabout ways to commit his crimes. He wasn't direct for obvious you know obviously the dude's leaving riddles all over the place. It's not like he's being direct mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. So I don't know. Would it depends on what his goals were? If it's you know money and power, you know, and less less. I mean, could you, again going into the idea of the white privilege and the white privilege to kind of take your time about going about these things and leaving riddles all over the place um mm-hmm. not only committing crimes but kind of giving batman a way to catch you you know by by leaving it up to batman's intellect uh i don't know would it would it would, yeah. it, would a black riddler do that i don't know Depends i don't on have an goals. answer either but it's just i mean i've always seen the penguin as more of a societal type figure mm-hmm. so there's Cobble certain pot. areas that he that you know a black penguin would that just wouldn't really wouldn't go that way mm-hmm. you know and then like you're saying about the joker it's like that's that <laughs> we don't do that right but the but the riddler is a little more closer to plausibility because mm-hmm. there have been you know gangsters of all all mm-hmm. shapes sizes genders and colors mm-hmm. so that could we could make that work, mm-hmm. you know, in, in an alternate, in an alternate I universe. See, I but it would just be that. interesting, this dynamic between the two of them mm-hmm. and It'd be in, intellect, would... intellect versus intellect, you know, intellect versus detective. Yeah. I, I could see that because we're talking about them taking their villain, their villainous ways to another level as a response to Batman. Um, so yeah, if he's a gangster um, and then black Batman appears, I could see mm-hmm. black Riddler being like, yo, let me let me do you know what I'm saying I've, I've always had I've always had these thoughts and ideas to do certain things you know this guy is kind of giving me license to do those things so let me do mm-hmm. it yeah I, I mm-hmm. can see that that would be interesting obviously mm-hmm. yeah actually yeah I can see that all right well let us know what you think uh reach out to us on Twitter with the hashtag mad unreal uh we can continue this conversation um my name is Arthur and my handle is a r r t h u r r and uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Isaac Perry. Um, please, like Arthur said, please hit us up on Twitter and hashtag Mad and Real. And go back, like I said, if you have not listened to the first two parts of uh, this this conversation, um, Origins, which was part one, and Emergence, which was part two of uh, What If Batman Were a Black Man um, series, go, go back and check that out. And then um, let us know what you think on Twitter. 
and we will be back very soon with the fourth and final installment of this special series, What If the Batman Was a Black Man? And we encourage you to subscribe to Mad Unreal and your favorite podcast aggregator in uh, Apple Podcasts, but we're also available on Spotify and everywhere that fine RSS feeds are consumed. That's a full lit, everyone. Keep it unreal. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>